Hey everyone, welcome back. I'm Jess. And I'm Regan, and this is a very special episode of You Pick, We Watch, the podcast where you pick the movie and we take a deep dive into it, learning everything we can about your recommendation. Yeah, and today we are doing our year in review from 2021. Um, can you believe that we've actually been doing this for almost uh, two years now? Yeah, that's pretty crazy. I It has flown by. It really and has. We like, averaged the same amount for both years, like since we started and like all of last year, we've done 30 episodes each year. Nice. I, I think that's pretty reasonable. <laughs> yeah. For us just kind of doing it when we can, you know? Yeah. Um, do you remember the movie we started with this year? Of course I do. Wait, this year? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> um what movie did we start with like originally Um, oh they live yeah i was gonna say episode (laughs) one was absolutely they live that was a good episode to start with (laughs) oh yeah It, it sets a pretty good tone it does um so the movie we started with this year was chasing amy oh yeah yeah yep um that one I hold a really high regard to still, but it didn't age as well. I remember talking about that when we watched it, but the age of it was like, oof. Yeah. Yeah. I do like the fact that it, it very much feels like an indie movie. You know, there's mm-hmm. something about indie movies from the 90s that really just have a special place in my heart. Um. All right, I'm going to run through what the 30 movies we watched real quick. Um, we watched Chasing Amy, The Mask, The Cable Guy, Sweeney Todd, Whiplash, Surveillance, Cutthroat Island. <laughs> then we did uh, Justice League versus League, um, Labyrinth, the number 23, Idle Hands, Paycheck, Harry Potter 1, The Mask of Zorro, Freddy vs. Jason, Spice World, Josie and the Pussycats, The Warriors, Free Jack, The World's End, uh, Scanners, Blair Witch 2, Interview with a Vampire, Queen of the Damned, Casper, Teen Witch, Slither, Hackers, Cockneys vs. Zombies, and then we ended the year with 8-Bit Christmas. And we also did um, a special episode with comparing Dune 1984 to Dune 2021. Yeah, that's that's quite a list. I I like that all the movies on there kind of jump all over the place. Yeah, we did a really big stretch of horror slash Halloween movies um, this year. So it seems like a lot of people like those um <laughs> i'm not a huge fan but i watch them <laughs> see i i feel like especially with that type of genre it's kind of like um finding the right beer or wine for you because there's so many like different kinds of movies within the horror genre that um i 
I never really watched a whole lot of that particular genre growing up, but now that I'm older, I have an appreciation for certain types of horror movies. Yeah. I uh I used to like horror movies like back in probably like 2003. I would rent them. I'd go to the, and to the video store and rent like just any horror movie I could find. And I saw a lot of really like cool ones and that's how I got into more like psychological thrillers. Ooh. Uh, but now you couldn't pay me to watch a jump scare movie. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, hot take here. I feel like jump scares are a cheap way to make movies scary. Mm-hmm. Um, were there any movies on this list in the last year that surprised you? Oh, yeah. Um, off the top of my head, I was pleasantly surprised by Josie and the Pussycats. And... Um, surprised with how much i disliked surveillance (laughs) (laughs) um i am right there with you not josie and the pussycats but speaking of that josie and the pussycats was one of only two movies that we both gave two thumbs up to what was the other one oh um was was that whiplash yep uh yeah yeah and that's the one I was surprised by um, um, because I wasn't it was it's not a movie I would have gone out of my way to watch and then watching it I we've talked about how like anxious that movie makes you feel and I probably won't watch it again but <laughs> it was fantastic it uh it does have a great soundtrack too like I was listening to that the other day on Spotify yeah, yeah, it does. Um, Dee's been getting into like jazzy type music lately, um, so yeah, it's kind of it's kind of cool. Nice. Um, what movie, or just off, just out of curiosity, what movie going into it you expected to hate, but actually really liked, or liked enough? Um. Look at if, if you need life. a second to think i uh i have an answer yeah what's for, your for answer my... well i i really did not expect to like uh blair witch 2 and i wouldn't say that i loved it but i i liked it a lot more than i expected to yeah that one was definitely i think we both kind of thought even though we had been told it's nothing like the first one we both kind of thought it would be more scary, but it was really cheesy and silly, and it captured the two thousands like perfectly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the one that I went in not really wanting to like or didn't think I would probably would be uh either Cutthroat Island or Harry Potter 1. <laughs> um, I didn't give Harry Potter 1... I gave it one thumb up, which means I must have liked it at some some version of it. Um, <laughs> and then 
Cutthroat Island, I thought it was just going to be super cheesy, and I actually really ended up enjoying that one quite a bit. <laughs> it's always nice when a movie surprises you. Yeah. Um, there was one movie that I gave no thumbs to. Do you know? Uh, can do you think you can guess which one that was? I I feel like I remember it happening, but for the life of me, I I can't. Uh, nothing really comes to wait. Wait a second. Um, I remember you being really conflicted. Uh, was it the labyrinth? Yep. um yeah the labyrinth i could not decide either way um usually we don't try to we try not to do that i think the one that you did that to was i know that you did it at some point oh yeah uh you did it on big fish that's right um and then yeah i did it for the labyrinth and i just couldn't i just couldn't do anything with that I take it or leave it just bowie bulge is all i remember <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's um again that's that's like for me it was when you're watching a movie and you realize that it's it's pretty good but you still don't like it for a lot of reasons mm-hmm um all right let's go over if my google docs would open okay um so the only movie that we both gave two thumbs down to which movie was that um I feel like that had to that had to be Queen of the Damned. Yep, that is accurate. <laughs> um, that movie was just garbage. <laughs> and I I recently re-listened to it when I was going through um, trying to get what we actually gave this to, like our uh-huh. thumbs, because we had lost the list for a little bit. But I got it back. Um, and I'm, I literally laughed out loud listening to us talk about it at the end. So if you haven't listened to the Queen of the Damned episode, it's pretty funny and we're pretty funny people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I do remember that one being a good time, which is what, which is more than I can really say about the movie. It's yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it it is something I'll, I'll say that in I don't think there's a single movie, at least that I can think of, that we've watched so far where there wasn't at least something interesting about it. I'll say that. So if someone if someone listening really does like Queen of the Dam and it's like a cult cult classic movie for them, that's that's fine. I will admit there are cool things in that movie, just not enough for me to actually like the entire thing at all. Yep. That's, I agree. Um, I think the movie where we had the biggest uh, difference was The Mask of Zorro. Uh, you gave Mask of Zorro two thumbs up. I gave it one thumb down. 
And listen, if I had a, another hand on my body, I would have given it three thumbs up. So the divide on that is huge. Oh, the other one that was really um, the other biggest divide was uh, Teen Witch, which I ended up. That was another one that I ended up like having a lot of fun with and we'll probably watch it every Halloween time now. And you despised it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yep. Take that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did we really see that going any other way? No. No, not at all. Um so the um I ended up giving you were a little more liberal than me in these movies. You gave six movies two thumbs up. And I gave uh, five movies two thumbs up. Okay. So what were what were your two thumbs up this time around? Uh, I gave Whiplash, the number twenty three, Spice World, Josie and the Pussycats, and the Hackers all two thumbs up. Okay. And you gave The Mask, Whiplash, The Mask of Zorro. Josie and the Pussycats, The World's End, and 8-Bit Christmas, two thumbs up. That does sound like me. <laughs> yep. I mean, we weren't too far off. Most of the time, we were pretty similar in our results or what we ended up coming to. Um, you liked Blair Witch and Interview with the Vampire more than me. The Warriors. Hmm. You tend to like... Um, I want to say like older movies a little like I enjoy older movies but I feel you rate them a little higher it looks like by our like... super scientific rating system <laughs> <laughs> also known as gut feelings yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's fair I'm, I was actually just wondering the other day like what conclusions could we draw about each other's um movie preference just based on what we've given thumbs up and thumbs down to and i every time i feel like i know um <laughs> where you're headed with a particular movie i'm somehow still surprised so like given all the movies we've rated together i still feel hesitant to like recommend anything to you but for some reason i happen to know what you would hate <laughs> i think knowing people's dislikes can almost be easier at some points um but i think we recommend each other movies all the time for the most part we're pretty similar and we're like yeah let's let's do that um the one that i was most concerned about that I didn't think I would be on your same page were the Dune movies. Mm. Um, Because I know how big of a fan of uh, Denny Villeneuve. (laughs) I I think it's Villeneuve, but (laughs) it's like every time I think I've nailed it, I hear it pronounced a different way. So (laughs) Uh, I know what a big fan of him you are. So, and if anything looks like Blade Runner, I know that you're going to like it. 
<laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Which is funny, though, because I feel like we were very in sync for those two Dune movies. We were, yeah. Um, we gave them the same readings. We gave Dune 84, uh, one thumb down each, and we each gave uh, Dune 2021 one thumb up. So. Have you found yourself... Uh, just thinking about movies you didn't really like a whole lot from the podcast at all recently, because there's there's been a few weeks in a row now where I've minding my own business and then realized that I'm thinking about surveillance or free jack. <laughs> it's like those are movies that I don't even really like, but I'm I'm still thinking about them. Um, surveillance definitely still pops into my head, not for good reasons. <laughs> um. I'm still, I still, whenever I close my eyes, see terrible things about that movie. <laughs> um, yeah, and like, um, Cockneys vs. Zombies has popped into my head a few times. Um, interview with a Vampire, I think the internet is listening to us because there's been a lot of talk about that over the last few months. So, um, yeah, it's... Sometimes they do just kind of pop in like, oh, I remember when we talked about this during the podcast. Or like yeah. I'm always thinking about uh, stuff to bring up on the podcast. Like, um, have you watched any of the Blade Runner Black Lotus? Oh, I so, actually forgot that was out. <laughs> yeah. Um, I get up in the middle of the night a lot and I usually watch Adult Swim when I can't go back to sleep. And on Saturdays in Toonami, they've been like playing it a ton. So I actually accidentally caught a couple like episodes on and off. Um, I almost think I would enjoy it more than the movies. <laughs> Fair enough. It's great animation, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Um... Again, I'm really interested in checking that out because the director, like the series director, I don't really know what the title is, but um, is someone I also really like, uh, Shinichiro, Shinichiro Watanabe. He's done a lot of a lot of really successful shows that are like, I wouldn't say cult classics because they're also very popular in mainstream, but... Yeah, it's he's like the Denny Villeneuve of anime for me. Nice. Um, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> um, what are you most looking forward to in the next year for us? I think we were kicking around the idea to do like. Um, some really old movies for February getting in like black and white territory. And I'm yes. interested to, to see where that goes. Yes, that I'm glad you brought that up because I had forgotten about it. And I think that is a fantastic idea. And so if anybody out there has any old black and white movies, not Citizen Kane. Okay. <laughs> Because nobody has time for that right now. <laughs> um, and I promise I will get to Citizen. You just recently watched it anyway, didn't you? Like that's yeah, yeah, that is right. And uh, uh, if it's if it's any um, 
I don't want to say consolation. If it's any incentive, it is only two hours long. I it's okay. it's not a. It seems like it's going to be a crazy long movie, but it's actually not. Okay. Well, maybe. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think that would be really cool because it's out of not so much out of your genre, and I do watch it like older movies like that. Um, from the studio system era, but I think giving that to our listeners who maybe wouldn't watch that kind of stuff, I think would be kind of cool. Absolutely. I think that if, um, depending on what recommendations we get, if we happen to not get very many like black and white old school recommendations, I feel like you've seen a good number of Hitchcock movies. Whereas I've seen a lot of like old noir movies and we happen to just not see the same movies at the same time. So if that's the way it goes, I'm also very excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Um, I think it'll be pretty cool. Um, I'm hoping for a little, I'm, I'm, Excited to see what we get for Halloween movies this year. That's always a fun time because hmm. people come up with some crazy ones. Like, um, we have some on here that we'll, we're gonna like hopefully get to sooner rather than later. I don't want to wait all the way till October to watch some of them. Um, but you guys always come up with some crazy movies for us to watch during that time. Yeah. Um, Is there a particular genre that you're excited to check out or hope we get recommendations for? I would like more uh, science fiction and more straight drama, I think. Ooh. Because um, we don't do a lot of like straight drama. I recently watched spencer with kristen stewart oh yeah and wow let me just say like first of all she's incredible and deserves everything that she gets if she wins the golden globe for this movie um and second of all it just hits a different note when things are rooted in realism so maybe like more based on a true story stuff um no dog movies. <laughs> I won't watch dog movies. Like you can request them, but I will not watch them. <laughs> Fair Is there enough. any like movie that you would not watch? <sighs> um, like genre of movie that you would not watch? I don't really know and i'm hesitant to say like one genre i don't really like because i don't want people like spam us with like oh yeah let's freak (laughs) regan out um i i will say if if uh there's a subgenre of movie i'd like to see more of i think it would be cool to check out some more cyberpunk movies because that's the like a subgenre of science fiction i'm always interested in like what? What would you look for? Because I, I, I love science fiction movies, um, and I like I 
So I'm interested to know what you would look for. Um, <laughs> that, well, that's kind of the thing is I, I feel like I've watched a lot of the popular ones. Um, I just bookmarked Johnny Mnemonic from mm. like Keanu Reeves, 1995. Yep. Um, cause I saw it on Netflix and I think I saw like five minutes of it on TV a long time ago and was like, wow, this is really not good, but <laughs> I'm still curious. Um, yeah, I, I guess I like Free Jack was not on my radar at all. And I I'm hoping maybe like this year other people might know of um like cyberpunk movies that kind of slip through the cracks that might be really cool to watch. Yeah, that was the one with wow, a Mighty Ducks guy, right? Yeah. 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 Um he did another movie around that time that was kind of science fiction-y, but not so much that it was um, it was called Repo Man. And there's a lot of movies called Repo Man. Um, but this one is one nobody have, has seen, really. Um, but it was, it was science fiction-y about a car that was getting repossessed, so... I have seen the Forrest Whitaker Jude Law Repo Man movie, and that one was actually pretty legit. Yeah, that that one's with the organs, right? That's right. Yeah, this one's actually about a car. <laughs> but the Repo Man that I like, and my wife just walked in and she's shaking her head, is <laughs> Repo the Genetic Opera. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> it's the same type of thing. Where it's about um, organs and stuff. So. And I think that's interesting how like two movies can be developed around the same time, uh, basically with a similar premise, and come out two wildly different like finished products. Yeah, we see that a lot sometimes. Um, I think we've talked about it on previous episodes, but like Dante's Peak and Volcano. Um, those both came out. Deep Impact and Armageddon. Yeah. Um, White House Down and Olympus Has Fallen. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's the only one I can really speak to because I have seen both. And wow, are they different products. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, it it happens quite a bit because studios will sit on scripts and then they'll hear that another studio is producing a movie and they all go to war for it. Mm-hmm. And then there is um, the other scenario with that where a studio has the film rights to make something and they're, <laughs> they find themselves against the ticking clock to retain those rights. So it's kind of like you have to either make a movie or just lose the rights to that IP. And that's kind of when you get like Dune 1984 or... Mm-hmm. Uh, Oh, there's another one that I can't quite remember what it was, but another kind of like half-baked movie that um, seemed a little um, <laughs> rushed, <laughs> let's say. Yeah, that happens sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. So, pretty much what our year has been like. On our two weeks off, would uh, did you see any, watch any movies? 
see anything good. I was doing so much <laughs> between those like two weeks that I don't think I had time to sit down and watch a movie. Like I went to like Jamestown to visit my dad and then Rochester to visit my in-laws and then Vermont for five days and then the Finger Lakes for New Year's. And I was just running around so much. I didn't really have time, but I did catch most of Mr. and Mrs. Smith on TV and that I forgot how much I love that movie. That movie has no right being as fun as it is. And then the only thing that makes it upsetting is that that was when you knew that that was when Brad Pitt was cheating on Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. And you can tell because when they are going at it in that movie, like, you know, there's unrequited, like, or not unrequited, there are feelings there. <laughs> there is requited feelings there. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a fun movie. That's really good. What about you? Um, like I said, I watched Spencer. Um, we just went and watched Sing 2 at the theater. Mm. Um, so that was really cute. That was a lot of fun. Um, and then... Yeah, I haven't really watched a lot of movies. I did. We've been watching uh, Grace and Frankie on Netflix. Mm, um, gotcha. But yeah, not not too much. So I'm excited to be getting back into a routine with this to like start watching movies again and just relaxing and all that stuff. So now, did you end up? I feel like you did, but did you end up seeing Spider Man No Way Home? I have not seen it yet. Um, oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, we well, we had to quarantine for five days over Christmas, which was when I was going to go see it. So I couldn't, I couldn't leave the house. Um, oh. And then, like everything just started happening, and then I, I had to go back to work. So I do know how that is. That's uh, fair. All I can say is. It is, I think, the third week after it premiered, it already broke a billion dollars worldwide. Yeah, it's and insane. I, I feel like it absolutely earns that <laughs> that record-shattering moment. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping I'll get to, get to go to it, but I can't make any promises. I'll probably end up waiting until it comes on Disney+, Plus, unfortunately, but... Surprisingly, I haven't seen any spoilers or anything. That is amazing. Um, yeah, so I still don't really know what happens in it. So I feel like it's going to be in theaters for a while because it's still super popular. And like yeah. I, I saw it twice already. Um, yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Um, I. I don't think it's actually coming to Disney Plus because it's like technically a Sony movie and not Disney. Yeah, that's true. But what I did find um, through our friends NordVPN is that the other two Spider-Man Homecoming and Far From Home movies are on uh, Netflix in the UK. So if you switch your VPN to the UK, you can actually watch those. Nice. I have them on DVD. So. Oh, <laughs> or that. <laughs> um, cool. Oh, speaking of Disney Plus, um, did you watch Hawkeye at all? I did. Yeah. How did that go for you? 
It was good. Um, the first two episodes didn't really win me over, but I didn't actually didn't realize it was only going to be a six episode series. So I was I was figuring it was going to be 10 episodes or something. And um, by the time you get to episode like three or four, it starts to get really good, in my opinion. And uh, the way the way it's set up, I feel is perfect for what they're going for and it's a lot of fun it's uh also takes place around christmas so i feel like that might give it kind of like a higher rewatch um incentive there around the holidays and i think that Haley steinfeld and florence Pugh did a really great job cool i didn't realize it was only six episodes either so that's next on my list to watch. Um, and then The Book of Boba Fett also came out on Disney, and I haven't watched that yet either, but I'm excited to get into that. I I feel like the first episode doesn't really grab you like you'd expect. Like, not like The Mandalorian, but right. I've, I just watched episode two, and that's it's, it's getting uh, momentum there. I think I think that's Star Wars in my opinion like a lot of like the first episodes to me aren't super grabby and there are a lot of like background sometimes mm-hmm. like even original Star Wars um I'm surprised it did as well as it did because I watch that now and I love it but nothing really happens um you get like the climax at the end obviously, but it just doesn't really grab you until that, I think. There's some comedy, but it's a very slow-moving movie. Are we talking about A New Hope? Yeah. Oh. Well, I, I am going to have to disagree with you there, but that that would be um, a, a whole other episode there. <laughs> you find it fast? You find it fast-moving? Every time I watch it, I always am like, Oh, this is kind of a slog to get through in the beginning. Um, I well, I feel like the beginning of the movie, it uh, especially if you haven't seen it before. I I feel like the difference comes from if you're watching it for the first time versus if you're watching it for like the fifth time. Because I can always appreciate it for different reasons, but knowing what's going to happen, yeah, I guess. I guess it's not really the quickest moving movie um, for rewatches. Um, I think that if if we're looking at that, especially compared to like newer movies, movies these days, unless you're Denny Villeneuve or Christopher <laughs> Nolan, tend to move at breakneck speed. Yeah, and that's. Yeah, I it's not hard to be used to that. I mean, I love you know I love Star Wars. Oh, so. Yeah. Um That would be a good one. People should any of the Star Wars, somebody can recommend that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um So yeah, that's pretty much our our year, our last 30 episodes. Um I think we had a good a good year. We had a lot of fun. Yeah, and we got to watch a lot of movies that we wouldn't 
otherwise watch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, let me scroll down here. It's my computer so slow. Um, so we have there were some movies that didn't get added to our other list. Um, those were Basketball Diaries, What's Eating Gilbert Great, Excalibur, I think. I don't know if they were on there. Um, Terror Vision, Night of the Creeps, Tremors, and Dead and Buried, I think. Yes. Um, okay. And then we have a whole bunch of other ones. Uh, the Money Pit, The Beast, um, Into the Woods, Reefer Madness, The Musical, Solar Babies, Event Horizon, Evolution, Spun, Sky Captain and the World of Tomorrow, Wet Hot American Summer, and Waterworld. And then uh, my sister asked that we put the Netflix movie Don't Look Up onto Ooh. the list as well. Perfect. I've I've been wanting to watch that one. Yeah, me too. Um, before we spin, I just want to say thanks to everybody that has listened and um, sent in requests. Uh, we have a really fun time doing this, and we're just two people with no experience. <laughs> we don't fact check things, and uh, we just try to have a good time and try to keep things fun and positive and hopefully let you guys experience some movies that maybe you wouldn't. Um, and I want to say special thanks to Chenti because he's been a super big supporter and uh, Matt B who has also been a super big supporter. Um, both you guys uh, without you, uh, we may not have movies to watch. Um, and then special shout out to my buddy Dougie who jumps in after seven episodes and binges them all. So, <laughs> so I really thank all you guys. And also I'd like to, Shout out to Aaron S. for always recommending especially interesting horror movies and uh, just interesting takes on uh, movies I wouldn't otherwise watch. So thank you. Um, and the last thing, our most played episode to this day is still Geely with uh, Matt B. So we're going to have to have Matt B. on again here soon and hopefully get a different movie <laughs> that <laughs> can overtake that one because like there's only so much of that i can keep seeing <laughs> oh it's it's funny it's funny that that movie keeps coming up I, I listened to a podcast on the sopranos where two of the cast members like rewatch the episodes and like talk about you know what's happening the behind the scenes stuff and what their experience was and uh one of them said that he actually auditioned for geely and they and this was after he'd been on the sopranos for a little while and uh, they turned him down and he said that he felt like he dodged the hugest bullet <laughs> after that movie came out yeah um we'll just wait for the next jennifer lopez and ben affleck movie i guess <laughs> fair enough um do you have everything ready to spin oh uh, yeah okay 
All right, let's spin and uh, see what the first movie of 2022 will be. All right. <laughs> well, um, is there any movie you're particularly looking forward to? Because um, I feel like the one we got might be uh, might make you happy. Is it Tremors? Oh, that would make me really happy. But it is Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow. Oh, yes. Uh, a, um, Angelina Jolie movie that I haven't that, seen. That's right. <laughs> yes. All right. I'm excited. That's awesome. That was uh, recommended to us from Chenti as well. So there we go. Nice. Um, yeah, that's going to be awesome. That's, this is a great, I feel like this is a great way to start the year. <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> and also a reminder that um, I'm going to be paying closer attention to our wheel this year. So just making sure that nothing falls behind too far because I don't want someone to, you know, recommend a movie to the podcast and then have to wait a year for us to watch it. Right. Good call. Um, so that's all on Regan, so don't get mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> um, with that, thank you guys again so much. Uh, Regan, you can take us out of, of the first episode of 2022. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. This year has absolutely been a blast. Um, if you like what you hear, um, shoot us an email or recommendation at youpickwewatch at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Discord at youpickwewatch. Doesn't matter where you shoot us recommendations. As long as we get it, we will add it to the list. Um, if you like what you hear, I did just find out that on Spotify, they've introduced a rating system on there. So uh, anyone... If you like what you hear, feel free to give us five stars on there. It does help a lot. Uh, thank you to everyone who already has done that. I'm Regan. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Author Regan Brooks. And I'm Jess. You can find me on Twitter at RadmanMal. Um, and yeah, I didn't even know about the Spotify thing, so definitely do that. I think most of our listeners are on Spotify or Apple. Um, so, yeah, if you guys could do that, that would be awesome. We appreciate each and every one of you. And uh, we look forward to what the new year has uh, is going to bring us. So, thanks, Absolutely. guys. Appreciate you. And uh, I don't have any good catchphrases for tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, catchphrase. <laughs> catchphrase. Catchphrase <laughs> is the catchphrase. Uh, all right, guys. Thanks. <laughs>